So hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to be revealing what to do when diets aren't working. And this is specifically for women over 40. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's Trinity podcast. So we speak to a lot of women in their 40s and 50s who have found that their their weight has crept up as they've got older and they're trying to lose a couple of stone through some form of dieting. And one thing we see women struggling with time and time again is trying a lot of the things that maybe works in their 20s or in their 30s or maybe sort of jumping on the latest dieting trend or whatever that that tends to be. But they're finding they're not seeing any results now that they're over 40. And many women find themselves stepping on the scales after a hard week of dieting to see zero movement at all. They end up having to choose clothes to cover up problem areas rather than wearing the things they like, staring at a wardrobe full of amazing clothes that they can no longer fit into and worrying that they'll never be able to get their weight under control. And that this is just part of the aging process that they're going to have to accept. But this is it's never really a nice situation for anyone to be in. And if left, left unchecked, it can start to have a massive impact on all areas of, of the person's life. And the reason that this happens is simple. Basically, dieting is not the ideal way to lose weight when you're over 40. And that's why so many women end up feeling stuck and unable to lose weight in this age range. So in today's podcast, we are going to break down exactly what to do when you're over 40 and diets aren't working. And we're going to give you a step-by-step method to drop two dress sizes over the next 12 weeks in a fast and sustainable way. So we've got kind of three main points today um, to go through why diets might not be working for you. So the first and kind of main point is that for a lot of people, the diets that they're trying are just not right for them and for their body now. So most diets are, they're kind of generic. They're not age specific and they're not gender specific. And when it comes to your body, this is very, very important because women's bodies are different to men's. They've got different hormonal profiles and they respond differently to things like stress. And the other thing is women's bodies change more with age than men's bodies do. Over time, men, basically for men, they're the main um, hormone testosterone just slowly decreases over time. Um, But whereas for women, it's much more different as I'm sure you're aware. So things like the the female sex hormones gradually do decrease, but then they fluctuate a lot um, through perimenopause and approaching menopause. And then things like sensitivity to stress also change uh, much more for women. So we'll run through both of these. First of all, that the female sex hormones, so estrogen and progesterone, they drop a lot around menopause. So this has certain side effects, not just the ones you may be aware of, things like hot flushes, um, joint aches and pains, you know, brain fog, all of the kind of classic symptoms, but it also makes you more sensitive to certain foods. So things like wine, things like caffeine, things like um, all, all alcohol in general, really, and, and also sugar and processed foods, they can really disrupt those hormones a lot more and make you feel a hell of a lot worse. And that can kind of lead to a lot of people to kind of give up. Also things like um, joint issues can occur around this time. So when your estrogen levels drop, you can get things like knee aches and pains. You can get things like frozen shoulders. We have a lot of clients with shoulder issues, uh, tennis elbow. There's lots of changes that can start to kind of manifest in in your body. 
And it can also cause a few other side effects. So it can lead to reduced bone density if you don't do the right exercise or you do the wrong kind of diet um, and leading to osteoporosis. So porous bones, which is pretty dangerous, not good for you. And the last thing, the, the drop in female sex hormones can also lead to a slightly slower metabolism. It's not a huge change, but it's enough to be kind of, you really want to avoid anything else that's going to slow your metabolism down. And a lot of diets are actually going to slow your metabolism down. The other change that kind of happens around this time is for women, as you get older, the sensitivity to stress increases with age and it actually increases three times more in women than in men. So this is when you get stressed, it, it spikes the stress hormone cortisol. And um, if this, this kind of stays high for too long, and again, you're more sensitive as a woman over 40 to, um, to stress in general. So this is, this is more of a risk. It can lead to something called leptin resistance, which basically means you're gonna have increased cravings, especially for comfort foods. So maybe you've noticed that. So it's much harder to resist those. And you also won't feel as full after eating. It can lead to insulin resistance, which means it's harder to lose weight, especially around the middle. Uh, so that sort of middle-aged spread. And the last one is it can lead to thyroid dysregulation. So your metabolism will actually slow down um, if you're constantly overstressing the body um, and, and you're, you're doing certain diets, which are just making this worse as well. So basically to summarize the things that you used to do in your twenties and thirties, very likely won't work so well or work at all in your forties and beyond. So for example, starving yourself on a shake diet, that may have worked when you're younger and your body's working at its sort of optimum. But when you're older, starving yourself is actually going to increase the stress hormone cortisol. And this can lead to all of those things I just mentioned that make it much harder to lose weight. It can also lead to muscle loss when you starve yourself, which leads to a slower metabolism. So that kind of approach where you just put, go to like 800 calories or 1200 calories is a really, really bad idea over 40 and generally doesn't lead to good results. Other things that don't work, really intense training, like high impact interval training, so like burpees, you know, jumping around, stuff like that, that really spikes stress levels. And um, again, that's not going to help you with your weight loss. And it's also going to give you a very high injury risk, especially if you're carrying more weights. So you're probably going to make those knee pain, you know, shoulder pain, all of those joint issues you may already have. It's just going to make them worse. And then the last thing is you also want to avoid things like long distance cardio, which I know is more of an exercise approach than, car than, uh, than diet. Um, but again, people might do that. So like you try and do long running or cycling or jogging, stuff like that, along with these, you know, spinning classes, try and do them along with the diet. And again, this will just spike your stress hormones even more. And it will also burn muscle. So long distance cardio burns muscle and that will slow down your metabolism. So what you really want to do is do something that's right for your body and your lifestyle now. If you're anything like our clients, they typically have a pretty high stress lifestyle. They, they work in a high pressure job. They've got the responsibility of the family, maybe elderly parents or, or children that are you know, causing them some stress. And um, you need something that's going to help manage those stress levels and that's going to work with your changing body. So this is the number one and most important thing. You need something that keeps stress levels low to moderate. So you're not starving yourself. Um, you also need something that avoids foods that disrupt your hormones. So things like caffeine, things like alcohol, things like sugar, you're really going to have to find a balance with them. You don't have to cut them out entirely, but you do need to find a, a healthy balance. And a lot of the people we work with, they don't have that when they come to us. It protects your joints. So something that's going to be low impact, it's not going to be jogging or not going to be high impact training. It's going to be putting loads of strain and stress through your joints because that can really not help things. And also again, overstress the body. And lastly, something that rebuilds your metabolism. So 
it's not involving starving yourself because that will cause you to your metabolism to slow down. Your body's smart. It will realize you're starving yourself and slow your metabolism down. Um, so you don't want to starve yourself and you also want to build muscle so that the more muscle you have, the faster your metabolism will be. So you want to do the right kind of exercise, typically some sort of strength-based resistance training. We call it list training inside our programs, low impact strength training. And that helps our clients to build up their metabolism, which then makes it easier and easier to lose weight again, rather than, um, you know, falling the foul of the kind of usual path of people with aging where they starve themselves, they don't do the right kind of exercise and their metabolism slows down and it becomes harder and harder to lose weight. So that's the first thing you need to make sure you've got something that's right for you and right for your body. So the second thing is all to do with energy balance. So a lot of diets use quite a cryptic system for you to lose weight. So you may have come across things in the past that may have used a point system. They may have been meal replacements in the form of maybe meals or shakes. They might have involved things like fasting or only eating within a certain time period or cutting out entire food groups, whether that's carbs, whether that's you know low carbs, low fat, removing any other things, you know, cutting out all junk food, for example. But the reality is whatever diet you're following, whatever approach you're following, on most programs, there will be someone who has seen great results. And the person who has seen great results in that program, the only reason they've been able to see those results is basically because they've reduced their calorie intake. Everything comes down to this. Calories are a unit of energy. And in order for your body to burn fat and lose weight, you must consume less calories than you burn each day. There's kind of two things you can do to influence that, that calorie burn. It, it, it's based on A, the amount of calories you put in, and then B, the amount of activity that you do, whether that's just general sort of activity level or specific workouts. And as, as you've said before, Rob, you know, some types of activity, some types of workouts are going to be more effective than others, especially when you're age 40 and above. But it's, it's very easy to get this kind of energy balance thing wrong and end up eating too much. So a lot of people we've worked with in the past, they were finding that they were quite good at sticking to their diet, maybe during the week, but as soon as it came to the weekends, they'd find that the takeaways would creep in, especially during lockdown now, when you, know, you can't go out somewhere for a restaurant, so you end up ordering in a takeaway instead, or the alcohol starts to creep in, whether that's wine, gin and tonics, whatever, whatever else. Um, the other problem that can happen with people is they end up eating portion sizes, which are too big. So for example, people who they often, you know, they'll eat as a whole family, they might find themselves, women might find themselves having the same amount as their partner, maybe the same, same amount as their grown-up son. And most, both of those people, the partner and the grown-up son, they might eat quite a big portion and be able to get away with eating quite a big portion without gaining any weight. But for somebody over 40 whose metabolism is starting to go down slightly, their energy needs are starting to go down slightly. Maybe they're, getting, they're being less active than they have been in the past. Um, having that portion size too big is just a, a, a recipe for your weight starting to creep up and creep up over the, over the months, over the years. And the next thing that can happen is, you know, you can eat healthy meals. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner can be really, really good. Lots of people I, you know, I've spoken to, they say, you know, I do eat quite healthy. You know, I have, I have a nice healthy omelet for breakfast or I have porridge. And then for lunch, I have a salad and for dinner, I'll have chicken and vegetables, which is great. But the problem <laughs> is the treats and the snacks outside of those main meals. So all of those meals could be brilliant, but it could be, you know, while you're at work, you're sitting at your desk, you're having, you know, a couple of those office cakes, a couple too many biscuits, the odd chocolate bar to boost your energy levels, uh, you know, sugary coffees, a piece of cake after dinner, all of these little treats and things start to creep in, crisp by the TV, 
again those you know that glass of wine after work and they all add a, add into that calorie intake so even if you're not eating much during your actual main meals another problem that can be caused by that is for example if you eat very small main meals very healthy very, but very small and light meals like salads and things like that um mainly things that are just vegetables etc not not much kind of substance to them you can find yourself feeling really hungry and then you reach for the unhealthy sugary calorie filled snacks to fill the void um, but overall that can lead to eating too much and then your weight sort of slowly creeping up the next thing that can happen is not doing enough activity so for example if you're sitting down at a desk all day and if you're not commuting anywhere and then after you finish work you're going from the desk to the sofa and watching a load of tv it's very easy to do very little activity throughout the day and a big proportion of the calories that are burned by your body day to day are based on just your overall activity level. The more active you are, the more calories your body needs and the more calorie your calories you're, you can get away with eating. So the less active you are, the less you need to eat if you wanna lose weight, if you want to see results. And as people get older, generally people will tend to be less active than they were in their younger years. They'll tend to take less steps in a day, they'll tend to move less. Um, so as you get older, if you, you, know, you follow that sort of typical pattern and your activity level does start to drop, um, and you just keep eating the same amount, that can be a recipe for weight coming on or not being able to get weight off, even though you're doing exactly what you used to do with food back in your younger years. So the solution to all of this, this energy balance problem, is really to just cut to the chase and directly control the things that lead to weight loss. So the two things that directly con control this are one, your calorie intake. So it, the key thing is to get the right amount for you. So the right amount for your current situation, your age, your hormones, um, your gender, your activity level, your lifestyle, your goals, you need to take all this stuff into account, as well as, you know, any other underlying health factors, which could alter your calorie intake, um, you know, things such as hormone, hormonal changes, thyroid changes, um, can everything can influence this ideal calorie number for you. But if you can find the right amount for you, that's not too high, and not too low, it's also something you can stick to quite sustainably. You can eat quite a decent amount of food. Um, I mean, typically with clients, I'd say it's, it's common for people to be quite happy with the amount of calories we give them. We give them that amount. They feel, it feels like it's about the right amount for them. They're not starving hungry. They're not struggling to stick to it and they're okay. Some people will find that we'll give them, here's how much we think you should eat. And they'll say, actually, that's quite difficult for me to achieve that. They'll find that, you know, we're actually telling them to eat more food than they'd expected in order to lose weight. And then, you know, very rarely, the, the least common one is somebody who's feeling slightly hungry, but then with a, a few simple tweaks, et cetera, um, basically it's, it's very easy to eat the right amount for you and not have to feel restricted or hungry or, or anything and be able to get the results you want. Um, and then the, the second thing that you need to look at is your activity level. So you need to get the right balance of two things. So the first thing is general activity. So easiest way to track this is steps. So I've got a watch that tracks my steps. I know generally how many steps I've done. If I have a very lazy day where I don't move, it's going to be low. And if I have a day where I decide, you know, I'm not going to drive to the supermarket, I'm going to walk there with a backpack on and bring my shopping back, then I'll know that I've been more active in that day. So the first thing is being active generally. And then the second thing is doing the right type of exercise. So Rob, you talked about before, making sure you do the right type of exercise. And what our clients, what we recommend to our clients 
who are typically able to lose one to two stone over 12 weeks is doing three exercise sessions per week of what we call list training. So again, that's low impact strength training. Um, we also get them to track their steps and we get them to eat the right amount for them. And like that simple formula that kind of solves that whole energy balance um, problem. And when you've got the right amount coming in and you're burning enough calories in the right way, that's when you can start to see some really good results. So the final point then, so we've talked about doing the right thing for you and your body. Really, that's obviously essential. And you have to get the energy balance right that Ben's just talked about there. But the one thing that people can still fall down with is consistency. Like a lot of diets. So the diet, why a diet might not be working for you right now, you may actually be getting those two elements right. Although for a lot of the people we speak to, they're not doing the right thing for their age group. But let's say you are still a lot of things can be hard to stick to. So a lot of diets will make you do things like drastically cut calories so that you're starving all the time. And as Ben said, it doesn't need to be that way. Or they will expect a, like a, a really unrealistic amount of exercise, like five, six times a week. Um, or they may be really, really inflexible. So like you can't have a single treat or a snack. And if you do, you failed and then you feel terrible and you feel like you might as well quit. Or they just don't fit around your family life or your work life. So they might make might expect you to cook loads of different meals for a really complicated meal plan that your family doesn't like. All of those things are going to make it really, really hard to be consistent. So what happens is people tend to only stick to them for a short period of time. So it could be like Ben mentioned, only sticking to it Monday to Thursday, but then the weekend rolls around. They've had a stressful week at work, which a lot of our clients have. And because the diet's so restrictive, they then blow it all weekend. So they're having a takeaway Friday night, they're opening a bottle of wine and they tell they'll have one glass, but they end up drinking the whole thing. Then they feel really groggy and terrible Saturday morning. They feel like they've ruined it all. So then all weekend they're eating, you know, completely off, off their diet, off their plan. And they, um, they blow it all and say, I'll start again next Monday. That's one scenario. Another one is they might start each week, uh, each day. Well, but every single evening, because the diet's so restrictive or difficult to stick to, they then blow out every single evening. So they're having, they get really hungry in the evening. They might be comfort eating in the evening, eating a big pack of crisps or biscuits. And um, every single evening they then do that. And they say, I'll start again tomorrow. And they start again. And then the same cycle repeats. Or the final one is maybe you do actually stick to it all week. You stick to it in the week and you stick it to it at the weekend. But then after a couple of weeks, because again, it's so restrictive or difficult, doesn't fit around your life. What a lot of people tend to do is they then just can't keep going. After a couple of weeks, something happens, they can't figure out how to make it work. So they just say, sod it, I'll figure it out later. They then go back to eating how they used to eat. And then before they know it, they've been off track for two weeks. And consistency is absolutely key to change, especially as you get older, you can't get away with as much as you could do when you're younger. You can't have so many days off. You can't have so many blowouts and get away with it. You need to be pretty consistent. So what you really need to do is to figure out what's stopping you from staying consistent. And it can be a few different things. There's a few common things I'll mention today, but for you, it's about asking the question, why can't I stick to it? What's the biggest obstacle um, in the way of, you know, for you being consistent at the moment? Because what you need is you need something you can stick to long-term, not just for a, a you know, Monday to Thursday or for half the day, or even for just two weeks. You need something you can stick to for, you know, six, six weeks, 12 weeks, something like that to actually see some significant results. If you want to start losing a stone, two stone, you need to be sticking to it for longer periods of time, relatively consistently. You don't need to be perfect. None of our clients are perfect. They do have the odd day, which is a wobble, but it needs to be relatively consistent. So 
the key things for that we kind of see that you need to have to stay consistent is first of all, it needs to be flexible. So it can fit around your family life and fit around things like travel and meals out. So the way we teach our clients to eat, they can grab something from a service station or they can, they can go and get a meal out and they can still fit it into their overall plan. One way or another, we'll coach them to help them to make sure that still works for them. They can still actually have a takeaway. They do need to be careful about what they choose, but they could still have a takeaway and make it work in their week. I've got clients who have a pizza night every week. Um, I've got clients who always eat with their family. They don't have to cook separate meals. And that means they can stick to this consistently and it means they can stick to it long term. It doesn't mean it's always perfect, but it just means that they can keep going. And as long as they keep going, they see really, really good results. The second thing is it needs to actually include some variety. So it's not just going to be salad every single day and soup for lunch. It's You've got to still be able to have a few treats and make it work. And again, our clients are able to eat things like a little bit of ice cream or drink a bit of wine or a gin and tonic at the weekend. And um, they're still able to see good results. They have to find a better balance and we help them do that. But there's enough variety for it to not to feel like a diet, because if it feels like a diet, if it feels like a chore, you're never going to stick to it long term. It's also going to be something that kind of works on, on your head a little bit. I know this sounds a bit odd, but you've got to work on your mindset as well as just here's what to do. Because if you've ever done a diet, you will know, you know these kind of thoughts that creep in over time of like, oh, it's not happening fast enough. Or I ate that thing and I've ruined it all. What's the point? I'll start again next Monday. All of these all or nothing kind of thinking, these negative mindsets that can creep in that can quickly lead you to say solid and just blow out and eat, eat you know, way too much, drink way too much and then ruin all your hard work. If you don't tackle those, again, you're not going to be able to stay consistent. So we, we use a tool with all of our clients called the Stress Shield um, and the Thought Transformer. These are two mindset tools that enable them to put their head in the right place every day, help them to deal with this negative thinking, turn it around so they can stay consistent. And then the last thing as well, in our experience, what a lot of people need is some form of accountability. So someone to hold you to account to say, did you do what you said you'd do? Because it's very easy to fail on your own. In our experience, talking to lots of people, they, they know what they need to do. They know that they shouldn't be having the whole bottle of wine at the weekend, or they know they shouldn't be um, you know, ordering that takeaway and just, just eating everything and anything from it rather than making a, a, a better choice. But they just, they just can't seem to do it on their own because there's no one really helping them out. Their partner or their friend might be saying, oh, just go on, just have one, one won't hurt. And before they know it, they've kind of undone all their progress and they're really fed up with themselves again. Whereas if, they, if you have someone holding you to account and saying, what did you do last week? What didn't work? How can we work through this? How can we improve? It's much, much easier to stay consistent when you have that accountability, when you have someone um, there on your side, you know, being your cheerleader, but also holding you to account, so holding you to that higher standard, holding you to do those things you know you should do. So these are all things we do inside our Fit Over 40 program. We work with all of our clients one-to-one, which means they're able to stay consistent able to lose one to two stone every 12 weeks um even for you know that all of our clients are over 40 they've got high pressure jobs they've got changing hormones they're still able to see these kind of results just like um this example we've got for you today so ben why don't you read out i think it's um one of ben's clients called claire and um, ben's got an example for you of what kind of stuff you can achieve um and without doing any sort of extreme dieting yeah so claire joined this when she was 44 and this is after the first 12 weeks working with us, she, we asked her a few questions and, and I'm just going to go through, I'll read the questions out and I'll just go through the answers that Claire's given. So first question was, where were you before joining Trinity? So she said, wow, where do I start? I weighed 14 stone, one pound, lack confidence and self-esteem, uh, lack confidence and self-esteem was at zero. 
Couldn't cook food from scratch, didn't drink waters, really didn't enjoy it. Felt like a chore to drink. I felt rubbish, frustrated, and didn't know how to slim down or alter my eating habits. I felt I couldn't really sustain a diet and lead a normal life. I couldn't stick to a fitness program. I felt physically weak and lacked strength and mobility and didn't know how to change this. So then we said, what had you tried in the past? So Claire had tried Weight Watchers, Slimming World, Lipo Trim, Slim Fast, My Fitness Pal with its calculated calorie allowance. So third question was, what were, what were you skeptical about joining? So Claire said, I was very skeptical due to the social media campaigns I saw and emails being received. I was possibly reluctant to sign up as other programs I had tried had not been sustainable. They resulted in me putting weight on. I was skeptical as I was aware of other 12-week programs being advertised that offered similar results in, in, and style of program. I was skeptical that this would work. I thought it might be another fitness program being pushed on social media. I'm aware that the fitness industry is extremely saturated and thought the program was just another program being pushed. I'm aware of marketing techniques used through social media to attract customers. I had spoken to three other fitness professionals prior to signing up with Trinity, which I never signed up with. My gut instinct was that I didn't feel that it didn't feel right for me. Trinity was the fourth program I researched. And after speaking to Yaz, who's another member of our team, my gut instinct, my gut instinct was to give it a try. And I'm so glad I did. Next question was, what are your biggest three wins from the program so far? So Claire says, number one, my understanding of healthy nutritional habits and the importance of a healthy diet. Number two, consistently working out for the past 12 weeks and enjoying it. And number three, lost weight and body fat and improved my health. And then final question was, what has changed in your life since joining Trinity? So there's quite a big list of things here, quite a lot of really good positive changes. So first one is total weight loss, 22 pounds key inch loss, that's from areas like waist, hips and thighs, 12 and a half inches, a flatter stomach, improved muscle and body tone, increase in strength, mobility and endurance. And I enjoy working out and the feeling I get from working out. In terms of nutrition, I feel better educated about nutrition and have a genuine interest in learning and implementing healthy nutritional habits. I consistently track what I eat and look at food nutritional value and macros, which I've never done or understood. And I consider food options healthy versus unhealthy. And other changes are confidence improved, feeling stronger and healthier, focus of attention. My, my focus of attention is more positive. I feel happier in myself and my energy levels are better. So amazing changes there that you, know, you and Claire achieved um, on the programme. So where can people go if they are interested in finding out more then about the programme Claire did, who was a little bit sceptical about it, but achieved amazing things once she kind of got, got on board. Where can they go to find out more? So if you want to find out more about the Fit Over 40 program and the approach that we use with Claire, just go to www.fit40info.com and you can get all the details on that page. So thank you so much for joining us again for another episode of the Trinity podcast and we'll catch you next week for another episode and we'll see you then. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.